boys, welcome back. Episode 119 of the Booth Review Podcast. If my voice sounds a little dull, it's because I woke up seven minutes ago. So this is the first time I'm speaking today. It'll catch up with me about 20 minutes into the episode. Uh, this also marks the fifth straight year that we've done a Super Bowl post or pregame show. So this is five years in a row of TBR Sports doing a Super Bowl show. Call us consistent. I'm excited. We're here with Seth, as always, the man who's been on, I think, four now of those Super Bowl pregame shows. How's it going? I'm I'm good, including the live one. Including the live one. I remember that one. That was our first and only live show. Yeah, (laughs) sitting there in my dorm room. That was that was great. Um, that one was hard because we had the multi box set up, and so I'm like sitting there and I'm like moving around a little bit. But I'm like trying to keep myself in the multi box at the same time. Yeah. There was a delay like between Zoom and YouTube, right? So it was like it was just funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm also exhausted because I had the longest night ever last night. Yeah, I heard. I heard that you were. Uh, I heard that you were out last night. <laughs> yes. So as I'm sure many of the people, like if you're an audience member of this podcast, I assume you have a level of, you know, knowledge surrounding the betting scene. And so assuming that, you know, that knowledge, you know, that betting is now legal in Massachusetts. And so in Boston, we have the Encore Casino in Everett, right? And so there's a sports book in that. So I decided I'm going to go to the sports book before the Super Bowl, right? Granted, like it's a Saturday before the Super Bowl, so I figured it was going to be busy, right? Honestly, the casino itself, not that busy. But the issues start back in fucking September, okay? My girlfriend, Sydney, has a car in Boston, okay? Her apartment outside has resident permit parking, right? So you say to the city of Boston, hi, I have a car. I live here. And they give you the sticker. The problem is the car is in her parents' name. So because her apartment is in her name or her car is in her parents' name, the city of Boston will not give her a resident permit parking sticker for the resident parking outside of her apartment. (laughs) So she has to play this game with parking the car. Now, today, we're celebrating one of my friend's birthdays. And part of doing this is we're going to go laser tag, right? So she parked her car out in front of our friend's apartment because there's free parking here. Just take the T over here. Boom right to drive from her apartment which is where we left from to the casino and Everett is a 22 minute drive right and normally you have to pay for parking at the casino but i'm pretty sure you can do free parking if you're just going to the express sports book right you just walk right in scan your thing place your bet good to go right <clears throat> so we decided to take the tea we get into kenmore at 7 15 last night there's a train there. We hop right on it. There's construction between Government Center and North Station. So there's no service from Government Center to North Station. No big deal. Get off at Government Center. Right? We had to wait a minute at Park Street to get onto a train. Get, get off at Government Center. Take the shuttle. Takes you five minutes. Longer than it would have been if you were just on train, but whatever. Right? We get into North Station probably around like 745. Normally, you can get there in like 20 minutes from Kenmore, but like whatever, right? We get there. We go down the Oak Grove side of the Orange because that's where we need to go. But once we get down the Oak Grove side, there's an Oak Grove train on the Forest Hills platform, which we stand there, look at it for like a minute, and then it leaves, right? And then once it leaves, the tea workers start saying, 
Oak Grove trains will be on the Forest Hill side. I was like, motherfuckers, right? Like, there's no signs anywhere to tell you, right? So we go down You're the Forest Hill the choir side. right now. As someone like, who lives oh. above the North Station T station, <laughs> this has happened to me like 30 times. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's so, like, just, just put up a sign or something, right? Like, if there's construction and you're only using one side of the tracks, fucking say that. So we missed that train. We then end up waiting over 20 minutes because it takes about 15 minutes for the next train to come in. But then that train sits in North Station for like 10 minutes before it finally leaves. Right. Then we take this bus and the traffic is ridiculous, obviously, because everyone is going to the casino because it is the Saturday before the Super Bowl. And the bus takes like a lot of time, but not a ridiculous amount of time. By the time we finally get there, it is 845. So it's taken us an hour and a half to do a trip that with a car would have been 20 minutes with normal public transportation, probably like 40, 45 minutes. I get in there, show my ID, they scan it, whatever. Walk up to the thing, try to scan the online thing, doesn't work, whatever. So I just go through, I remember what I picked, so I just you know go through. And then it's like, put it in a deposit to place your bets. I go, okay. I look below the thing for a card slot, because I figure I can just use my debit card, right? There's no card slot. I'm like, what the fuck? So you have to go and take cash out from an ATM to put it in. Now, my dumbass forgets that I have cash in my wallet that I can just use and then go to an ATM closer to school where there's no fee. I don't realize this until I literally am like my finger is just touched the screen to accept the $9 ATM fee. <laughs> I was like, like, and like the fact that I didn't remember this, like I had cash in my wallet that I could have used and just like called it a day, gone to an ATM closer to school that I didn't have to pay a fee for. Right. And just like been okay. But then I did Right. So pay the $9 fee, decided to cut one of my bets. Now I have four bets. Right. And so like, realistically speaking, the number of bets that I need to be like up on the Super Bowl doesn't change. I still need to win three bets. Right. Even if I had placed five, I would just need to win three and I'd be up. Right. But like now it's, you know, after winning three or four instead of three or five, whatever, not a big deal. It's over with at this point. I feel confident in my bets. I'm happy I got to place the bets. I am more than ready for mobile betting to be online for March Madness. I was going to say that is the moral of the story is mobile. Yes, the moral of the story to... is don't go to a fucking casino unless you're there to play the slots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was curious because I got a text from Seth last night. He's like, I've got shit to say about the about <sighs> encore. And I was like, all right, I want to hear this. Like, <laughs> A normal ATM fee is like a couple of dollars. Nine dollars yeah, is an insane fee. Like, keep in mind, I took out forty dollars from the ATM. I wanted to take out fifty because I was just going to place five ten dollars because they have a ten dollar minimum, right? So I was just going to place five ten dollar bets and then call it a day, right? Like, I figured fifty was a responsible amount. That's less than what I get paid for a game for ESPN Plus. That's less than what I got into interest on my savings account last month. So I was like, responsible number, just throw it in there. Don't have to worry about it, right? And then you have to take, like, ATMs are only $20 bills, so you have to take out a multiple of $20, mm-hmm. right? So I ended up only being able to take out 40 anyway, but I was like, throw in a couple of $50 bills in there. Let me just take out, or better yet, just let me use my fucking debit card directly at the machine. Yeah, why not? I mean, $9, $9 that's 90% of one of your bets. 
You could have just placed another well, pack with nine dollars. Right, exactly. Even and, and even then, like you think about it, it's almost a quarter of what I actually took out of the ATM. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's absurd. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. So now now the only thing is that like you're in this spot where it's like getting there was terrible. Granted, it was like at night, so like the schedules aren't gonna be perfect. But now, yeah. like assuming I win the best, I have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hopefully i'll find the time like middle of the day where hopefully the train schedule is a little bit better and i can actually yeah. like take the bus because the crazy thing too is the next bus when we left we were in encore for like maybe 15 minutes right maybe we leave encore to go to the bus stop there's a bus stop directly outside which is kind of convenient right yeah the next bus was going to be like 27 minutes away it's like a 15 minute walk from Encore to Sullivan Square, 15 to 20, right? Like yeah. it says like 22 on Google Maps, but like Google Maps is never an accurate representation yeah, of how Google fast Maps I walk. Pace is, is like a snail's so, pace. Yeah, so it takes us like 15, maybe 20 minutes to walk from there to Sullivan Square, right? So like even then, right? Like granted, that would have been longer than taking the bus, but like it was shorter than waiting for the bus. But then we had to wait 10 minutes for the orange line to come, and then it was like, at that point, the green line was up, so we were able to just get on, on a Heath Street at North Station, get off at Copley, and then get on a, a different train. But it was just, like, the whole night. Like, I'm usually a person who chooses to defend the the T. I, I find the T to be very helpful. Like, the buses and the, the 57 bus and the green line, I, generally speaking, have zero issues with. Right, yeah. like getting up and down BU's campus and getting from Kenmore to North Station, nearly never a problem. The only issue you ever have is when there's like construction and it throws everything out of whack and it's terrible because they don't know. Yeah, how that's handle. my like. I'll defend the Green Line too. I take the Green Line every day, but it's the weekends where they shut the Green Line down at North Station. Then you're shuttle busing from North Station to Government Center, which is like a ten minute walk, and. Yeah. Like that throws everything out of whack during the Monday through Friday. The green line is money. And then you yep. reach Saturday, Sunday. And it's like, Oh my God, it's a mess. I just Ubered yesterday. It was like, I don't, I needed to go. Like I needed to go to government center. I just wanted to get on two T stops and get off. I don't want to take a shuttle bus all the way over there. So, right. Man. Tough. That is. Yeah. That's it was, tough. it was a long, it was a long night. We ended up getting back like after 10, Part of that was we stopped at 7-Eleven to grab food. But then I was like, I just wanted to spend a night relaxing, watching Star Wars. And I spent this whole time like on the fucking like public transportation system in Boston. Nice. It's well, fine. It'll all be a great story of all of my bets. I know. That's on the follow-up, the post-game podcast that we do this week. That will yeah. uh, that will be one hell of a story. Speaking of bets, though, we've got a we've got a game. Talk about we a do. segue. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a game Quality. tonight. As always, I mean, you guys know, if you've been around for a long time, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not an ignorant commenter on my TikTok page, then you've been <laughs> around for a long time and you know how we do this. I'm so, didn't just need to say, I'm so pissed at the comments because people have been, I, I don't care. I do, you know, you've been on this podcast long enough to know I have an edge, right? Like that's yes. just how I, yeah, that's just how I roll on the podcast. It's like part of the, my, you know, what I bring to the table for content. And so I, I like to poke fun at some people in my videos, the, the hockey challenges on TikTok that I do for TBR. And then, you know, I kind of have a little bit of a, you know, an edge to me, 
And a lot of people are in the comments like, oh, are you getting like a bad attitude? Like you're starting to ruin your videos. And it's like, I said like one little thing at the beginning of the video that was like a little bit, you know, edgy. And everyone in the comments is like, you're letting yourself down with your attitude. Like you need a positive attitude. It's like, don't tell me how to fucking do my content. I've been doing this. For yeah. I just need to say that because it's like the people who are, I cater my content to the people who have been here long enough, not these fucking newbies. They can wait in the back of the line. So yeah. if you've been around long enough on this podcast, you know that every year we do the Super Bowl pregame show. We talk all the bets, all the crazy, stupid fucking things that you can bet on today. And of course the game itself. So I think that let's just run top to bottom starting with the national anthem and then moving <laughs> forward what we think is going to happen today and not to say that we're placing a bet on every single thing that we mention but if we were going to this is what we would place it on and then maybe you guys can help shape your bets so let's start with the anthem because i am Pretty sure that's the first thing that happens, right? Yeah, we don't end the game with the national anthem. Um, so it's Chris Stapleton, which I think is a great pick. That's I agree. A good national anthem. Give me a fire. Um, uh, I my sports book. I can't find the line for how long it is. Do you have it? DraftKings doesn't have fun things to bet on. Oh, good. Here, actually, oh, here we go. Now they have the novelty process. The last time I was in here, it was not up, but let's see if they even have it. They've got Gatorade. What the fuck is octopus? What's an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? Are they saying, will an octopus be? Oh, wait. No, will there be one. an octopus? Yes, 1,400. What the fuck does that mean? I think I've heard about this before. It's something, obviously, with the number eight. I think it's like a statistic. Oh, I think it's a, a touchdown two-point conversion. Uh, okay. So eight points. Gotcha. Um, the novelty props are not super novel. <laughs> Drafting the idea good, of, I just of, don't have of, national anthem. Quote unquote novelty props are coin toss results, team to win the coin toss and win the game. Team to win the coin toss being which team? The Gatorade color. And then after that, it's like the position of the MVP. Is there going to be a coach's challenge? the octopus will a kick hit the post. Like it's not, it's not like fun things to bet on, you know? Okay. Hold on. I just, I need to find the line. I think he's going over. Super Bowl. Yes. I agree that I like whatever the line, I think the line is like two minutes and change or something. It's usually around there, right? Generally speaking, it's hit the over a lot recently. I know that. I and it's Chris Stapleton who tends to be a slower singer, you know. Yeah, a little I mean, like, back. Have you? There's like an eight minute version of like Tennessee whiskey out there somewhere. Yeah, that's what I was playing in my mind. Was Tennessee whiskey's very slow. So whatever it is, I don't. My book doesn't have it for some reason. Here, I just bummed me out. I'm looking at it right now. So FanDuel offered a um. Uh, one minute fifty nine and a half over under number. I think he goes over it. I think he'll go over two minutes. I I would say that right now. Apparently, there are some odds 
hovering around the two minutes six and a half second over under. I'd still take the over there. I got. Like I would do. I yeah. I was thinking like two oh nine. Yeah, he's gonna draw it out. I bet. So I think we're both over on uh on Chris Stapleton and the the national anthem. All right. Next after that, coin toss. Let's start with just what the toss is going to be, and then we'll talk about who wins it and if they win the game. So heads or tails? Tails. I haven't. I usually do my. I'm going to do it closer to game time. I do my mm. practice coin toss, and I film right. It. I have right. not done that yet. But these are uh, always plus one hundred. By the way, it's a good lesson yeah. in how odds work. Like the American odds can be confusing for people. This is how you figure out how it works, right? A plus 100 bet is a 50% chance of hitting. That's how it works. <laughs> um, I'm going to go tails as well. I have this vision as of right now that it's going to be tails. However, when I do my pregame toss before the Super Bowl, if it comes up heads, I might have to change that answer. But my vision is tails, so I'll go tails. Team to win the coin toss. Who gets the toss? Like who calls it? Yeah, I think the um, who who's the away team? The Chiefs are right um, because the Eagles have the better. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs are listed as being above the Eagles on on DraftKings, like in the thing. Like top line is normally the away team, and home is normally bottom. So the Chiefs should be away. The Chiefs are away. Yeah, Chiefs at Eagles tonight for the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs will be calling the toss. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Eagles win the toss because this segues into like 10 of my next bets, but whatever. I saw a stat that says like the last eight seasons or the last eight Super Bowls, the team that's won the toss has lost the game. So I think that the Eagles are going to win the toss, lose the game. And I that, that spoils my prediction for everybody that I think the Chiefs yeah. are going to win. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think I agree. Just based on the Chiefs have coin toss magic dating back to the 2018-19 season in which they won 12 straight coin tosses, at least. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they went nine and zero in the regular season and um, won all three of the coin tosses in the preseason. Wow, <laughs> I didn't How know that. that. That's crazy. <laughs> I just I have a feeling that the Chiefs are going to call heads because the team that calls it usually calls heads. You don't usually hear a, a tails call. Like yeah. In the Super Bowl, I think you call heads. I don't know why people think heads is like an American thing to do. Like, oh, you always call heads. Well, like technically speaking, like if you really want to like go based on probability, like heads has a higher probability of hitting because the head side is heavier. Because mm-hmm. like the there's like the George Washington's head is bigger than the eagle and the writing on the back, I think. And right. so I think that side is technically like it's like if you have a piece of toast. And there's jelly on one side and not jelly on the other. Technically speaking, there's a slight probability higher that the jam side falls down because it's heavier. Does that apply to the NFL coin though? Because I don't think the NFL will be flipping a coin. Oh, that's it's not a quarter. Yeah, that's a good point. 
<laughs> I have no idea, actually. <laughs> I don't know what the I NFL forgot about that. They always do some like. weird special coin. The best part about that, dude, is that's not even just an NFL thing. Like, I remember I was a captain for a playoff game when I was in, like, middle school. I was in, like, fifth grade when we had a playoff game, right? And the yeah. dude had, like, some special coin. And we were, like, it was, it was, but it was, like, it was, like, a, I forget what the, like, the history behind the coin was, but it was, like, cool. It was, like, some, like, military coin thing. That's pretty cool. And so we were sitting there. I was, like, oh, this is kind of cool. But at the same time, we are like, why the fuck does this dude have such a cool coin for this Town league, not even a school game, a town league fifth grade football first round playoff game that we got <laughs> smacked in. The NF the Super Bowl coin for the, the the opening toss is always a weird one because they they like explain it in depth in the moment, like yeah. what's on it to like yeah. promote it. They're like the front is the Super Bowl fifty whatever logo, and then the back is the stadium <laughs> they like engrave the whole stadium on there um so i don't know if it's it's probably heavier on one side if you're engraving an entire stadium on one side and then just the logo on the other i don't know i have a feeling it's gonna be tails though i don't know why i just do right, so yeah. tails tails um, never fits. i'm gonna go tails eagles and then team that wins the toss loses the game those are my three for the coin toss i i'm gonna say so this is interesting because I feel like the Chiefs are going to win the toss, but I also feel like the Chiefs are going to win the game. So I'll say the Eagles win the toss. Okay. You could also go with team that wins the toss wins the game. Yeah, but didn't you just say that like the team that won the toss has lost like the last eight Super Bowls or something stupid? They have. Yeah. Yeah. But so the new year. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not going against history there. I'll take the Eagles to win the coin toss. Yeah, um, I'm not going to – I mean, team to receive the opening kickoff, that's just so hypothetical. I wouldn't bet on that. Um, I mean, you can. If you're going to hypothetically say that the Chiefs lose the toss and that the Eagles win the toss, are yeah, the Eagles going to elect to receive not a, not a good bet. I, I personally am a fan of the prop, which I did bet on, um, the opening kickoff. The touchback right? one? Yes. So that will it be a touchback? <laughs> will it not be a t- so for i think the prop is will the kick be a touchback and the odds Correct. were plus 110 for no and so i did take plus 110 for no because 26 out of the last 29 were not touchbacks i'm gonna agree i'm gonna go no as well i think they're gonna run it out my books actually got it at plus 135 so there's oh, really pretty nice ev there that i think i'm gonna hammer that bet after you you sent me that video that said you know, you know whatever yeah. of the last whatever have not resulted in a touchback and it makes sense because I feel like every year when you watch the Super Bowl they always run it back it's like the the you know the heat of the moment they're not going to let I don't think the NFL wants the game to start in the touchback you know right because I I, I don't know if it plays a um like a factor I will say in it at all but like the, the unexpectedness of like what if you run it out on the opening kickoff when they're expecting yeah. a touchback and you go for like 40 50 yards or well everyone Devin wants Hester to be Devin Hester yeah. yeah everyone wants to be Devin Hester we both thought of the same thing um my, my thing with it though is like I think that if the Eagles win the toss it is much more likely that it ends in not a touchback because I think Butker is a little bit better of a kicker he is. I don't know what yeah. the percentages are on it, but um, but I, feel I like saw Parker's something that stuff. said that he his um maybe it was that same video his touchback rate is higher. Hmm. 
Honestly, the end zone. The best part, like I, I what I want to happen is the Eagles to win the toss, and then Nick Sirianni, the fucking stallion over there, fucking offside onside kicks. <laughs> the opening kickoff of the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So you know it's not a touchback. It'd be awesome. What would happen if it goes out of bounds? It's not a touchback. It's, it's not a touchback. It goes out, out to the 40. Yeah. So, yes. I would like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. There's a, it's you know great. What? It's, it's awesome, awesome to be sweating things like for the first. Now that you yeah. say that, I mean, I wasn't. that wasn't next on my thing, but you were asking what? about octopus earlier. Nick Sirianni would definitely go for two if he needs to. Or right. maybe, he, like, did he start a game going for two this season? Yeah, the octopus occurs when the same. Oh, it's the same player has to score the touchdown and the two point on the same one. Yes. So that's like virtually so like, impossible. Travis Kelsey catches the touchdown, and then Travis Kelsey catches the two point conversion. I feel like actually that might. I would say that the Eagles have a shot because. Um, Miles Sanders in the postseason has had like more touchdowns than he's had in his entire career. Yeah, but you got to remember that unless they throw it to him, it's very rare that a team runs for a two point conversion. Very yeah. rare. Yeah. For some reason, two yards is just too much for them to get <laughs> on a single play. Yeah, Granted, like that. if you show up in a clear run formation, they're going to stack the tackle box. And so it'll be an issue. But like, Two yards, man. Just fucking trust your offensive line. Right. Okay, let's do last last prop before we get into the actual meat of the game, and then we'll do the post-game props like Gatorade color, halftime show, all of that. Um, first offensive play of the game, run or pass. I like this. Pass. Game. Really? That's yeah. guts plus money. I'm going to go run. Is, is a run favored? Runs favored, one, minus 145. Passes plus one ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I like pass. If you're if if the Eagles win the toss, assuming they defer, it'll be a pass. If yeah. the Chiefs win the toss, assuming they defer, I think it's more likely to be a run. But I, I feel good about my pass pick. I'm going to go run when I close my eyes and think about the first play of the game. I see both of these teams again, big moment crowds going nuts. You're starting the game off, not wanting so, to make a mistake on the first play. I see them running it. My question is how do they define it? Like, how do you define a run? Does a run have to be a set run play or is it like, say they drop like with either one of these quarterbacks, they're a threat to run at any moment, right? Like if they don't get a look that they like, they on scramble, play, they're yeah. going to scramble. Right. So, like, say the Chiefs start off the game with the ball, they snap it for a pass, but then Mahomes, you know, say the Eagles get pressure on him, right? So Mahomes has to escape the pocket, and then he ends up getting yardage. Does that count as a run play or a pass play? They ran a pass, but he ran yeah, the ball. I don't know. I, I, that's, see, it's, it's now probably that you just said that, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 probably defined somewhere. Like, there's probably a rule in the prop that specifies. Like, actually, I wonder if I can see mine. If... Usually, mine has the thing where it's like you place and then it's like void if X Y Z happens. Like void. Right. If, so you the know, you know, but it doesn't say that. 
Let me see. There was a play, I think it was last Super Bowl. I forget what it was that was controversial. Like in turn not controversial in terms of like the outlook of the game, but controversial in terms of the bet. Like it was one of those. Like I don't think it was run or pass, but it was like this or that. And then like the in-between happened. And everyone was freaking out because I think they counted it as a loss. I'm trying to remember what it was because I bet on it. Trying and I remember my see. sports book like put out a a statement about it because that people were pissed that they took their money. I'm trying to remember because the problem is that like you can't. I can't search the bet because normally on DraftKings, if you like tap on the odds as if you're gonna place the bet, it like and there's you know, like something about it, like it'll tell you, it'll be like, Hey, I really want an answer about this. I'm just like, I'm really stuck on this. I I now, I think it might happen now that you said that. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> It's like just our luck. It's going to happen. If only there was a way to bet exactly on that first offensive play is a set pass play, and then it breaks down, and the quarterback has to scramble for a couple yards. And with Jalen Hurts too, they do this a lot. He'll drop back to pass, but it's a designed run. He'll drop back to pass, and then he'll just shoot right through the pocket. So, like, is that a run play? Mm. Who knows? Let me see if yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely here we go. First drive props. First drive results. Both teams, number of plays. No, it doesn't have anything as it being a pass or a run. So I have no idea. Genuinely no clue. So I think this is a chalk it up to a bet at your own risk. Um, don't place bets on things you don't understand kids that's my advice for the day it's good advice okay let's get into the game itself yes what everybody is here to listen to our predictions for the game the actual score the actual spread the actual winner um i'm like you and i both said we're a little disappointed in this super bowl it, and, it, and it feels in the buildup. I mean, it's always Super Bowl Sunday. There's always a buzz around it. But it feels that this year, like, there's not as much oomph in the anticipation of this game for some reason. Missing something, yeah. something. And I don't know if it's the two teams or not, because these are two of the best teams in football this season. But for some reason, this game doesn't necessarily do it for me. Well, I mean, by the technical metrics, like, each team is the best in their conference, right? Both are the number one seeds. But yeah, I mean, like, and part of this too is like, I think, I think part of the problem is also the thing that the NFL strives for, which is like, I don't know who, like, I'm not confident either way who I think is going to win this game. And the NFL wants it to be that way, right? They want a matchup where it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. But at the same time, like, it's better when you have a lot of people who feel very strongly one way or the other. Like it's always more fun where it's like 
like last year, bro. Like I felt confident that the Bengals were going to win that game. And then the Rams won. Yeah. Right. Like it's more, it, it makes, it, it makes for a better game when you feel like you have confidence in one team and then the other team wins. But this year yeah. I have zero confidence in either team. And the only thing that I'm like, like, I'm just, I think I'm going to pick, I assume we're just starting with who's winning, right? That's, that's how we're going yeah. with this. Yeah. Let's go yeah. straight up. Pick them. I'm going to go the year. I'm going to go chiefs. I, I, it, Oh, I'm rooting for the Eagles because I don't want Jackson Mahomes fucking TikTok dancing on the field when the Chiefs win. But I think the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, I'm in. I just I think playoff where... experience, dude. You know, like that's, they've that's been there I'd before. Say, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it boils down to for me. It's I'm in a weird position where I don't want either of these teams to win, like at all. Yeah, um, I don't like the Chiefs, and I like you said, I don't like Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes. Fuck I don't like me. the girlfriend or the wife now, whatever she is. Um, I don't, I just don't like the Chiefs. But I equally don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles fan base. I don't think that they've earned their spot in this game. I like Jalen Hurts because I liked his story, Alabama to Oklahoma, and I think he's a great quarterback. And I'm. You know, there was a time last year on the Pick'em where I was riding the, you know, I was a big Eagles guy and I thought that they were yeah. going to have a good year. So, you know, yeah, I do have a little bit of a soft spot for the Eagles, but not not in the sense that I want, you know, their shitty fan base to enjoy another Super Bowl. They've already had one in the last five years. So that being said, like you said, based on playoff experience, I give the edge. I think I give a very significant edge to the Chiefs here. And I don't know if I'm, the only one in the camp that thinks that this might not be a close game. I think the chiefs might actually blow them out of the water by some stretch of the imagination. The chiefs are not favored in this one. And I see a lot of value in the Kansas city chiefs today for many reasons. One being the fact that they are the underdogs coming into this game and they're wearing white and the team that wears white has been successful in the super bowl in, in recent history. So, um, Let's go. Let's go, Chiefs for my pick. <laughs> and spread doesn't really matter because it's a one point spread. But I would urge right. our, um, I would urge our listeners if you're big on the Chiefs today, consider the alternate spreads. Yeah, like a plus like, three and a half. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at you know there's like I think the Chiefs win this one by at least a field goal. So if I want them to right, win, right, so take a minus three, three and a half. Yeah. yeah. If I see them at like two and a half or three, that's plus one fifteen for two and a half, plus one forty for three. Like, yeah, but at that point, you might as well just take the like the well. If you're gonna take a minus three, then fine. But like, it, it doesn't to me. It's not enough of a boost over the money line to take them minus two and a half. Like to me, you're, that you're one just is accepting three is yeah. You're accepting more risk than is necessary. Right. Honestly, like, I might I might get greedy. Say they win this game by more than a touchdown. Then we're right. talking like if you want to do that, like yeah, then at that point it makes sense to do that. But don't like you you should be taking them if you're gonna take them spread, take them more than three because it doesn't make sense to take them less than three, even if you're gonna take them on the favorite side of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably would. I would. I would. I would urge both ways. Actually, I, I don't think that this game is going to be decided by one point. If you're on the Eagles today, look at the alternate right. spread as well. 
I think that this game is at least a field goal or more. Um, but yeah, when I think about it, I think Chiefs have the playoff experience. I don't think the Eagles in their divisional game or the conference championship have been tested yet. And I really, I, I, I'm waiting for like the letdown performance. And I think this is it. I, I don't know why I envision a Broncos Panthers kind of outcome. I think the Eagles are just going to have a tough time. I really do. I think the Chiefs have the experience. They've been there before. Not just the Super Bowl. Like I think we think about the Chiefs being so dominant because they've been to the conference championship every year, but they only have one Super Bowl, you know, in the last X amount of years. So they're not like right. they're not a dynasty by any means. They've only won a, a single championship. But it's the fact that they've been in the conference championship game every year. They've been competing for the Super Bowl. Whereas two years ago the Eagles were like a four-win team, you know? Right. And even last year, first round playoff exit. So this is foreign territory to them. This is certainly foreign territory to Jalen Hurts, um, to AJ Brown, to Devontae Smith, to Miles Sanders, to Nick Sirianni. Like I, I I'm giving the edge to the Chiefs a thousand percent. You've got Andy Reid, you've got Travis Kelsey, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Pacheco, you've got one hell of a receiving core this year. You lost Tyreek Hill and somehow upgraded at the receiver position in my opinion um right everything in this game points to the chiefs just being the better team i just that's just how i see it so i like the chiefs there um i i'm gonna mess around with like first half and second half props but that's way too again hypothetical right to, to talk about but consider that um let's talk halftime show halfway through the game oh, you've, got, a, you've got one big show. one is the, the game total oh, oh right. just talking your basic breads um oh i've got it i've gotten over really i, I see the is way that 50 I have and a half script. yeah is it, so it was sorry it was at 50 and a half that's what i took it at it's at 51 right now so it's clearly moving up like i even i took alternate spread 50 and a half because i was like i will take like I'd rather it not be fifty-one exactly. Like that'd be stupid, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like, yeah. So I just took fifty and a half. So clearly the line is going up, which means that people are betting the over too much for the books. If I understand how lines move correctly, right? That's generally what they do. If you're, yeah. So I think a lot of people feel like it's uh, going to be the over. And when you think about it in context, right? Like for the over to hit, that is three touchdowns per team and then a split of three field goals between the two. Yeah. I, when I think about the game total, I'm under, I think it's going to be significantly mm. under because of what I just said, the way I have my game script playing out, yeah. the Eagles lay an egg and the chiefs do what they need to do. Um, I to, to get to 51, one of these teams is most likely going to have to score 30. I don't see yeah. that happening. I it's because I don't have a shootout. I don't have a close well. So here's game. here's the question: Do you think the Eagles' offense this year is better than the 49ers' offense the year the Chiefs won? Because the 49ers dropped thirty on them. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yes and no. I just I I just the way I see the game script going. I think at most you have a 27, 20 game, which would, that's when I do like my imaginary fucking score in my head, it's 27, 20 chiefs at the tightest, but that mm. the best that that game can get. And that gets you under. And if I'm predicting a worse game, 
I guess maybe a worse game would mean sloppier defense. I don't know. I, I'm going to go under. That it, It's a good line. It is because you could have a blowout and you could have the Chiefs put up 35 and then you would only need the Eagles to, you know, get to what? Yeah. 17. 17. Yeah. Or you could have a shootout and it can be, you know, 30, 27. Or, right. You know, whatever, however you want to slice it, you could be in the high 20s, low 30s and have a close shootout. But I don't know. I envision for some reason that this is going to, this game's going to go under. So I'll take the under. Why not? Okay. Now we can talk halftime show. My yeah. favorite. <laughs> um, don't know too much about Rihanna. I know a couple songs, a lot of hype around this one for some reason. Um, I think what is the biggest bet first song that she's going to play? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going, we found love Calvin Harris and Rihanna. That's Ooh. what, when I envision this halftime show happening, lights go down. That song comes on. See, I'm between two. I am between don't stop the music and run this town. Mm. Because to me, right. Like last year's halftime show where they like brought out a bunch of random people to like do songs that they all did together. I feel like it'd be crazy if they like Rihanna shows up, does run this town. And then is like, I, well, though, I guess the one concert it's like, isn't Kanye on run this town? Yeah. I was going to say, I think there's yeah. a minimal chance you see Kanye West. Right. Like you're not going to see Kanye, but like Jay-Z's on it. Right. It's so, like, that's what yeah, I was So technically it's a Jay-Z song. That's the thing is it's Jay-Z featuring Rihanna. So it'd be right. It'd be weird for Rihanna to do a song first that's not technically her own song. So yeah, I'll go. Didn't she I'll say go she's bringing a guest though. Did she? I have no idea. I think I heard that, and people are betting on who it's going to be. There's like a surprise musical guest, so it could be Jay Z, and that's how they could start. Because um, I feel like it would make sense too, like of her "quote unquote" catalog that like she's involved in. Like it'd be a good song to do. But yeah, if you're talking like, I think the first song that is a simply a Rihanna song would be. Um, don't stop the music. Either that or that's gonna be the last one. Yeah. They'll definitely be played. Like the oh, yeah. Diamond song will be played, Umbrella yeah. will be played. Diamonds I could see being the first one. I might throw some money on that, but I don't know why. I'm feeling we found love. I just I would hammer it. It's a good song. Good. It's a great song. It would be a good one to start with, too. Um so yeah, I got I got We Found Love for the halftime show. And then obviously we talked about the game. Let's wrap it up with the last thing that will, or to the last two things that will happen. First, the Gatorade color for the celebration. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Blue. Okay. It's the best flavor. I'm going to go orange. This is being played like in it. Arizona. That's a warmer climate. I think that orange Gatorade is probably more accessible down there. I'm going to go with orange for the color. People are saying it's going to vary on which team it is. Mm. I've, also, I've also seen TikToks where they're like, oh, my friend works at the Pepsi company and oh, he knows the Gatorade color. I've seen at least three TikToks now where someone's friend knows the color because they work for some company and all the colors are different. Yeah. So I'm going safe, happy medium with orange. I, I think Arizona Super Bowl, they're going to have a like a warmer Gatorade color. I'll go orange. And then 
my favorite most valuable player. So we both have the Chiefs. So that means that the MVP is most Patrick likely going to come from the Chiefs. <laughs> the MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think I think betting on Mahomes would be a pretty good bet. He's plus one thirty five right now, and if you're confident that the Chiefs are going to win this game, he is probably going to be the MVP. Yep. But you could have some fun with this bet, which we're going to do. Honestly. I could see someone weird winning the MVP this year. Okay, so here's my thing with this, right? This is one of the things that I actually took was the prop of Jalen Hurts' yards over-under, right? His over-under for yards is sitting at 240 and a half right now. He hasn't broken 200 in like eight of his last 10 games. He is not a big passing yardage guy. Let's not just say he's not a good quarterback. He's just not a huge passing yardage guy, right? Like even in the playoffs this year, right? It's I'm pretty sure it's been sub 200 for both of his playoff games, right? So to me, it's you're going to have the under there, right? So then if you have a quarterback who throws for under 200 yards, like unless it's a bullshit Super Bowl, like the Patriots. So yeah, he had 121 passing yards against the 49ers, 154 against the Giants. The last game he played in the regular season, he threw 229 against the Giants. The game before that, which was a month, I guess three weeks before that, 315 against the Bears. The game before that, 217 against the Giants, 380 against the Titans, but then 153, 190, 175, 243, right? So it's like he's had like maybe four or five games this year where it's actually gone over 240. So, and he's only thrown more than two touchdowns twice this year, three times. Right. So he's to me, he is not a big like numbers guy. So I would like if you're looking at it as far as like a who's a guy that you might want to pick. Bro, Ashton Reddick plus 3000. A little defensive MVP. Like, come on. Like that wouldn't I, I don't hate that pick. Like I could see Reddick like in an Eagles victory getting like three cents. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the Eagles win, it's probably not going to be Jalen Hurts unless Jalen Hurts is like an all-star game. Um, I honestly like, like, here's the question. If the chiefs win this game and it's like, Kelsey has four touchdowns, right? He's a four touchdown game. Does he win it? Or is it going to still be Mahomes because he threw the four touchdowns? Well, it depends. I think it depends on the yards. Like if Mahomes has like, realistically speaking, if he's got four touchdowns to Travis Kelsey, he's probably got more than that total. Like he'd probably have like a five touchdown game or something. But if he's got like 400 passing yards, right? Like, yeah. do you go with the 400 passing yard guy that's got five passing touchdowns or the, but then like, you also have to think like if Kelsey gets four passing or four receiving touchdowns, he's going to have a hundred plus yards. Like he could get 150 yards. Like how do you not give the MVP to the guy with 150 receiving yards right. and four touchdowns? Yeah. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Pat Mahomes. I, I think there could be a scenario in which like Kelsey wins. If he like has a multi touchdown, over a hundred yard receiving game. Um, especially, you know, there's a lot of hype around the, you know, the Kelsey's or because they're brothers. Um, but I'm going to say Mahomes. I think that's, that's the safe, pretty good EV bet. Yeah. Sports Travis Kelsey is minus one twenty to, for any time. Um, Oh, he'll, I, he'll get in the end zone for sure. Yeah. 
I don't see, unfortunately, I don't see a prop for his brother. Yeah, I don't know what the prop could be for the center. <laughs> It'd be funny. It'd be so funny. But yeah, I, I actually many, I took him. How many snaps? He's minus one twenty on DraftKings. I got him minus one ten last night. So I've been watching Sports Center in the background the whole time we've been doing this podcast. And the headlines. I know you work for ESPN. They're like the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, says, I, uh, I refuse to comment as a technical hypothetical employee of ESPN. I'm not technically <laughs> paid by ESPN. I'm a BU Athletics employee, but... Right. <laughs> by virtue. Um, the, yeah. the headline, the first headline that I saw that made me chuckle was Jalen Hurts locked in ahead of the Super Bowl, according to Nick Sirianni. It's like, well, I well, fucking dude, hope so. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it's, it's like the question that some reporter asked Sirianni at Media Day earlier this week. Is this a must-win game for you? Like, yeah, no shit, it's a must-win game. It's the Super Bowl. You don't walk in the yeah, Super Bowl. Like, we you lose. know, if you lose, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Like, this is what you work for every year. Like, I don't know if it was in the context of, like, trying to ask him if, like, he thinks he's going to get fired if he doesn't win this game. But, like, dude just led his team to the best record under the NFC. Like, right. even if they lose this game by, like, they could lose this game 63 to nothing. He's not getting fired. Right. Like you could say, is this a reputation game for you as a coach? And be like, sure. If I win a Super Bowl, you know, after this season, sure. That's a reputation that win, a but it's not a big question. Yeah. A must win game. It's like, yes, yeah, the Super Bowl, obviously it's must win. You have to win to win the Super Bowl. Like the the thing that's crazy with it is, like, so I'm in this class called Art of the Interview, right? And so they're telling, they're teaching us all these rules about how to ask questions and things mm-hmm. like specifically for like a TV scenario. Right. And one of the rules is don't ask yes or no questions, right? You want to ask open-ended questions that elicit a response that, you know, is longer, right? So say you were going to take this and your question is, is this a must-win game? Well, maybe your open-ended question is how important is it for you to win this game? That's still a stupid fucking question because every single person in football dreams of winning the Super Bowl. Like, you know how important it is. Like, it's just a dumb question. You're asking a question that everybody already knows the answer to. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I I really am anti like people like or not people like that, but just questions like that. Yeah. You know? Oh, what do you, what do you have to do to win this game? Score more than the other team. Yeah. Good start. Uh, <laughs> I just saw they just flashed another one that said Chiefs defense looking to stop the Eagles. It's like really, really. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought that they were they were going to do the offense. Going to let them score every play. <laughs> It's like, good job, guys. We're we're really on it today. Right. Um, so, yeah, just to recap, um, we've both got the Chiefs today. We both have tails. No, no, no. I have I have tails. No, we both have tails. We both have tails. We both have the kickoff not being a touchback. We you have the over. I have the under. And we both have the over on the anthem and MVP. We're both consensus pick is probably going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yes. That was the gist of the episode. If you just skip to the end for some reason. <laughs> weird, but good, good, good for you. Good for you for skipping. To yeah, the end. Very weird way to listen to a podcast. Sk- skipping the end of like a fucking what? Less than hour podcast. <laughs> just about. Yeah. Yeah. Just go right to the end to hope that we do a recap, which we never do. No. <laughs> So, yeah, we will do a Super Bowl post-game show, which will be more in-depth because obviously we'll have stuff to talk about. 
um, after the Chiefs win tonight, we'll do we'll, we'll talk about all of that, and then um, it'll come this week at some point. And then we're on the grind to March Madness. Yes, sir. I'm that's so excited, next. bro. Dude, Same. It's gonna, you, that's, that's always good content. <laughs> BU women's basketball right now, undefeated 13 straight games in Patriot League play. We're dominating. We're, we're about to play Holy Cross on Wednesday, and that's like the big test. Like Holy Cross is the next best team. They're 10 and 2 or 11 and 2. I don't actually know if they played this weekend. Um, let's see. Would they are in game. What I call it? Oh, no, they lost to American in OT. Hold up. Wait, dude. Holy shit. Oh, my God. They lost. They're 10 and 3. It's BU could lose both games to Holy Cross. It wouldn't mean jack shit as far as standings go. But like, oh, wow. No, like, yeah, no, I, it's, it's obviously not a must win game. Technically speaking, like as long as BU, BU has five games left. Right. So as long as they win their three other games, they will win the conference regular season but then you have to win the tournament obviously right to make it like this team is dominant they they have a big shot at making the tournament like the actual like ncaa tournament and so i'm hoping knock wood that i would get to go if they nice. make it that would be sick yeah um especially because yeah, right is, now the uh... the projections are that they're going to be in south bend and so I got family in South Bend to go out to Notre Dame and like, you know, do that. That'd be so cool. But yeah. March Madness in general, looking forward to it. Yeah. It's always good. It's always good content. It's like the weather gets warmer. We're nicer people. And you know, I don't, I don't have an attitude that's ruining my reputation according to the fucking comment section. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I love doing March Madness. Like, my vision for this year, like content wise, now that we have the following that we do for March Madness, I'm excited for it. You know, the podcasts, the TikToks, the Instagram, all of it, like just sitting back and watching like a hundred basketball games a day is going to be awesome betting on it. Like that is, uh, that's the dream. And it's only, it's only a short few weeks away. So I'm excited for it, but yeah, I'm excited for today. Should, you know, always should be a good game. You know, like the Super Bowl is always entertaining to watch regardless of the outcome. You know, we don't have a horse in this race necessarily. So we're just here to, place bets and let's hope that you know what what if we woke up and just won all the bets you know what if so it'd be yeah, awesome. that's all i've got anything else any other prop bets you want to throw in there no i mean i think i mentioned everything that i have you know the under on jalen hurts passing yards which like that's the crazy thing about jalen hurts is like he is routinely in the 60 percent on his completion percentage it's just they don't throw it like that so he doesn't get the yards. Right. Yeah. I don't, wouldn't it be crazy if, if you went four for four? It'd be awesome. It'd be insane. I, all the, the one thing I am rooting against right now is the one bet that I cut, which was, but like at the same time, I kind of need it, was the over six touchdowns or over five and a half touchdowns total. Like realistically speaking, that in order to get up to 50 and a half points, you're probably going to need six touchdowns total in the game. So, right. It That's the really thing about matter. betting, though, is you can always play the what if game. But if you go right. four for four, like who cares? Yeah, like, if I go for yeah, one exactly. four, bets. it'll be yeah, I'll be happy. So, uh, so yeah, uh, happy football watching to everybody today. Happy betting. Thank you all for listening to episode one nineteen. We'll be back soon to do the Super Bowl recap this week, and then we're moving on 
March Madness, Stanley Cup playoffs, all that jazz, NBA, um, and everything else that happens in the sports world. Maybe some trivia at some point. Wiffle ball coming soon. So gotta get a win. Yeah. I gotta get a win. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, lots of lots of good stuff coming. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. And where are we gonna see them? We'll see you guys on the flippy flip side. Have a good day, everybody. Macho man, Travis Savage, about to snap soon. Chitty superfly, snooker, gorilla, zap. Triple Indy off the top rope. Snap your clavicle. Eat the fucking turnbuckle like George the Animal. But no green tongues in here. <laughs> Only green thumbs in here.